So if you guys can get a little closer. Do it to each other? <laughs> <laughs> Never. I knew I liked you. <laughs> to my microphone. To your microphone. And we are, that sounds great. Am I in there? You are in there. Am I in it? You are deep in I'm it. so in there. Balls oh deep in it. If you got deeper, you'd be tickling the stomach. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Balls deep in it. Nice. We're recording. Even fucking better. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Ghosts and Hoes. Ghosts and Hoes. Ghosts and Hoes. Paranormal really? podcast where we talk about fucking everything. Is it a thing? We're probably going to talk about it. Is it balls deep? Then yes. Is it related to genitals? Then 90% chance <laughs> we're going to talk about it for no good reason at all. <laughs> Oh, God bless it. Yeah. So yesterday was our live show at Rose City Comic Con. Yes, it Thank was. Thank you all that came out. That was awesome. Um, so fun. I think we got a bunch of new listeners we now. Did. Uh, lots good, of stories. Good turnout. Uh, potential invitation to investigate a creepy-ass house. Absolutely. Out. So, yeah, that guy. Hey, don't forget to hit us up. Yeah, that guy. Should have um, got your name. Forgot. Sorry, <laughs> you know card. You know who, you know who, who we are. are. That's the important thing is you know who the fuck we yes. are. Yes, and um, you know we're talking about you. So it's it's I've I've been to and I mentioned this yesterday. Um, <laughs> I've been to many a many a Paracon. Yeah, I have never been to a Comic Con. No, I've been trying to tell her for years that they are not the same. No, very. Oh, far. and I didn't think that they were. I just it's I've never had a need sure to go to a comic con mm -hmm. except for yesterday and boy it's different yeah it's yeah. different yeah 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 the place is a fucking maze first of all that pissed uh -huh. me off number one yeah well they're doing construction too because usually it's not that heinous it's so bad uh, but like, they're do, doing some do all kind of those halls connect in the middle or are they literally truly different rooms buildings I have, that you go into they're not different buildings but i don't that's i don't know if they there was like a b c d e and then yeah there's i think that there is a place where they can't you can get from one to the other mm -hmm. but i think it is meant to be separate halls so they can yeah. have multiple conventions because like i went for WizCon okay. a while ago we won tickets for one day and they had a dance competition happening like right at the entrance. Uh -huh. Yeah. Then WizCon was like all the way back through the labyrinth of halls to the oh, other yeah. side. Yeah. And yeah. That was fucking wild. It mm -hmm. just seems so weird. Oddly set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oddly it's just set a up. Big awkward place. But my God, the people watching was absolutely fucking excellent? fantastic. How were the costumes? There were there were some many. really, really good. And there were some really, really not. Uh-huh. Some not so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, it, all great, regardless. Uh -huh. I mean, because here's the thing. When, when somebody's doing, like, a really shitty cosplay, it's still great to see. Oh, yeah. Because you know what? If they're feeling it, good for them. Let them feel it. Good for Ooh, them. Let them feel it. You did it. Your sparkles here. are all tattered good and job. shit's dragging. And, but if, if they're feeling themselves, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, uh, I got to meet Christopher Eccleston yesterday. How was that? Delightful. He was a wonderful gentleman. But I kind of feel like you met somebody. I really did. A little bigger. I did. I did. I you well, did. and today I met Billy Piper. She is beautiful, and uh -huh. I love her. And but the but show the, stealer. The was show stealer. Tim Curry. Yeah. Oh man. Is he standing? No. Okay. No. He's in his wheelchair. Okay. Um. But 
Oh, he is fucking wonderful human How much person. time did you get with him? Um, more than normal in a photo op. Because okay. usually they kind of just hurry you in and kick you out. Yeah. But um, he's great spirits, just chatting with everybody. Good, good, good. Yeah. And um, he, oh, he had a hair on his nose. And I was like, I'm sorry, I really want to get this. So I was like, don't want it to get in your eye. <laughs> so just, oh. You plucked a hair out of Tim Curry's face? Not out of it, off of. It looked like somebody, maybe like when they had gone to like hug him or something, oh. like somebody shed a hair onto his face i was like i'm going to get that before it gets in your eyes uh (laughs) you went again today uh well today was for billy piper ah nerd yeah i know but (laughs) she's never billy piper rose from from doctor Doctor who Who. first season (laughs) but also for me when i was in middle school she was actually actually started as a pop singer and i would always go to Tower Records with my cousin. Oh wow! And venture into the international dated. Section. Of oh yeah, you did. and so I knew her pop music when it was recent, like when it came out. Right when it was. I current. was like, yeah. Right. So I knew her as Billy. The end. Like that's just, just Billy. Billy, and her songs, and they were great. She's Brit pop in the nineties. Yes, right. Thank you. Who exactly? So that's how I knew her from. I didn't actually start watching Doctor Who when it came back on. Um, it was years and years later, and how then I was like, was "Hey, it oh, um, quite a while, like ten years, I think." Between okay. I thought they had more. just been running for forty years. Well, they yes, but there was a hiatus, and then they brought it back. And Christopher Eccleston was the first Doctor when they brought it back. Okay. Well, and then yeah. Billy Piper after Doctor Who, or yeah, she did uh, that one Secret sh- Diary of, Call, yeah, of a Call Girl, where she called which is Girl, really yeah. good. Yeah, I saw a few episodes uh, Penny of that. It was Dreadful. Good. She's amazing. She does a lot of stage work too. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she just had uh, another baby, um, and she, somehow she's just. As thin and adorable as ever. Like, how, 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 how luck but and genetics. Love her. Um, but yeah, Tim Curry, I will never, like, I could literally be on the verge of tears about that for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've loved Aww. him since I was five. Because um, I watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show at five, which is common in our family. <laughs> it, it is. My nephew just yeah. turned five and it's yeah. his vampire girl. Movie. He calls <laughs> calls her vampire calls, you know, Frank, Frank and Friday Vampire Girl. Oh. Yeah. He knows the lyrics to the entire soundtrack. Oh yeah. It's wonderful. I love to see it. Yes. That's why I bought him a black feather boa yep. for his Christmas present. Yep. Okay. And a sequin dinosaur. So you guys, <laughs> I'm thirty years old. I've never seen that movie. Rocky you, Horror? You should. You should. I mean you just really should. just to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Tim Curry's. So uh, oh. John played uh, the feature song from that movie. Oh yeah, you know science fiction. Um, Double feature. And well, no, not that one. So, tra- uh, the sweet transvestite. Sweet transvestite. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh yes. Um, and I was unaware that it was a stage show before it was a movie. Yes, yes. And it he was. played me the stage show recording. Mm-hmm. And. Jesus Christ, that dude has some pipes on him. Oh, yes. Or did. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. But he still got that, his speaking voice. Right. Uh, so when he was, when I was speaking to him, I was like, 
oh boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just. I just know that voice so well. I love you so much. And I didn't want to come off as insane. So I tried not to literally sob. Just uh-huh. burst into tears immediately. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, he. Um, yes, I'm was like. Was he in a suit? No. Okay. Um, but I'm like, okay, well, if I feel like you may have been hitting on me, and I am into it. We're just going to say that. He was, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I no. was wearing my shirt. It says, it looks like the thank you on the uh, like Chinese food takeout. Oh, sure. But it just says, no thank you, a lot. And he read my shirt, and he's like, thank you. I was like, oh, no, it says, no thank you. I like to wear this to keep people away, because no thank you. And he laughed. He's like, oh, yes, uh, I get it, absolutely. And he just kind of like looked up at me, and he was like, I'll bet you have to wear that shirt all the time to keep people away, because you're absolutely gorgeous. I'm like, <laughs> thank you, Tim Curry. Yes, I'll marry you. <laughs> yes, are the answer we, is yes. Are we, are we betrothed? <laughs> Hooray! Um, I would. If Tim Curry were like, hey, hot girl, I'm 72 years old, marry me. Yes. Done. I will drop everything, send me my things, and we are going wherever you live. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Let's do it. Did you get a picture with him? I did. Can I I say? Um, She did. It's, oh yeah. I want to say I saw, did you post it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, My face recognition was like i don't understand your face right now and then i remembered it's because did you go see chris eccleston too yeah oh look at you guys i know it's our engagement photo (laughs) 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 yeah he's just he was a delight it was amazing and highly recommended there were also two ladies in line when i was waiting for christopher eccleston they were waiting for another photo with him Uh and the one gal had come from manchester Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And the other gal came from South Carolina and they travel everywhere and go wherever he is. There's a song about Manchester in hair, but I don't know it enough to sing it, <laughs> even though I really want to. I'm not going to. Thank you. Um, but I'm yeah. just letting you know that there is one okay. and that it's going through my head. Perfect. So well, find I'm just, it. I'm and just not singing I'll listen it to now. it later. Okay. Um, there was also a guy dressed up as his character from um, Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, okay. Was wonderful. Was there anybody dressed up as Nigel Thornberry? I'm sure there was. Um, I didn't see them, but okay. oh my god, yes! <laughs> S- I saw all five thousand students from Hogwarts. Oh, yep. really? <laughs> That's a, it's a very easy cosplay, but there were people from Doctor Who there. I mean, makes sense. Uh, all, Jason, all, all, yeah. all four years there, yep. they Jason, were all there. Uh, Jason Isaacs and Matthew Lewis, Neville okay. Longbottom, and um, right. Neville got hot. Yeah. Like a lot. Neville oh, yeah. got super hot. He was and, also... and Draco Malfoy. Yeah, yeah, he's yes, he is. It, he had Lucius, that weird, awkward. Lucius Malfoy was there yesterday. But this yeah, weekend. but no, Matthew Lewis has always been pretty hot. It was just they did a lot of stuff when he was going through puberty to make him look awkward. Yeah, uh, like yeah. they put stuff behind his ears to make them stick out. They gave him teeth that weren't. You know, right. yeah. Well, it was supposed to fit the character, right. exactly. But, in, but in, yeah. was. in that last one, boy, all of a sudden I was like, "Wait, that's what? Fuck, no, Neville, Neville's what? hot, <laughs> getting all badass and hyphy. Good on you, Neville. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's also apparently very, very sweet. Getting sassy with that cardigan. <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah, no, all, all 5,000 students from Hogwarts were there. Right, I'm sure yeah. there was some from Bobaton. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Whatever the fuck that Durm is. Durmstrang. Durmstrang. Mm-hmm. Probably from, uh, what's the American one? I don't know. Uh, Ilvermorny. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure there's some from there, too. Probably. All kinds of cartoon Japanese anime people. Okay. Lots of anime costumes. I don't yeah, know who sense. they were, but you no. know, when when you're looking at anime, you know you're looking at anime. Right. Yeah. So lots I knew that much. Lots, uh, of, lots of bright colors and curves. Yeah. Yep. Um, there were a couple furries, uh-huh. <laughs> which it's like, you can tell when someone's in a costume, that's an animal. And then you can tell when someone's a furry. And I'm like, yep, that's a furry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then as you we are were... not taking this off later. Right, nope. <laughs> no, that's what you live in. When we were leaving, um, there was that one couple. I was like, okay, why are they, first of all. He, the the bee girl with the great ass. Yes, this girl it had was the best. So ass. it was a henchman and doctor girlfriend from Venture Brothers. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And she had a booty. Oh, like, okay. It was distracting in a very good way. Yeah. Like, we were both, because it was by the Rose, one of the Rose City Comic Con pop-ups where you can have your picture taken oh, in front sure, of it. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And so her and her henchmen were taking pictures of themselves and then with other people we're like hey can we take a picture and we're just standing there and we're like all three of us were just like her ass is a vortex we're all just like staring at it (laughs) It (laughs) we're trying Uh, to like stop staring you guys come on (laughs) I know I was like I really want to compliment her be like girl yes yes it was like moss to a flame I was like god damn bless you and (laughs) and her dude too he was you know what he He was was, a great henchman he was a great henchman and and good on him because I mean he wasn't fit no and and this requires a a heart it looks like an S and like a bondage harness type thing the the henchman in the Venture Brothers are not technically that fit either oh well then perfect so it was fitting (laughs) it was it was a really good I mean I wasn't like body shaming him I was just saying fucking good for you dude just don't even give a shit but yeah like I don't if you listen Dr. Girlfriend from Rose City Comic Con 2019 yes with that ass Yes. Just yes. Like, it literally made me want to stop and do squats immediately. <laughs> like, right then and there. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. And the thing that I loved about her, I mean, she wasn't a thin girl by any means. She was just, she was curvy thick. and thick and just, but that booty, my God, it was just perfectly round. And whew. we were both like, oh, I know. I was like, what? Can I, touch Hello. Can I touch your butt? But that's weird. Yeah. I mean, I, you never know at a Comic Con. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> you always ask before you touch. Always. Consensual. Um, exactly. The most like it. random drunk girls in bars would be like, oh my God, can I touch your boobs? I don't care. Sure. Fine. You asked. Whatever. Because they're like, there's no way those are fake. They are 100%. Yep. You can, sure. Squeeze them. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I get that myself. It's great. I, I I missed a little bit on that line. They are fake? Yes. Okay. Ditto. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, hey. Mm-hmm. I breastfed two kids till uh, they were two. <laughs> ski sloped. I was like, oh, hell no. I'm in my 30s. I'm fixing it. Oh, you had uh, 70s okay. boobs. I did. The ski slope I boobs. I did. It wasn't good. So Who did we, cool. who did we, when we were in Estes Park? Yes. Morgan Fairchild. Yes, that's what we called them, Morgan Fairchild titties. Yep, that's exactly just like what they the are. typical '70s, like little ski slope boobies. Oh, yeah. like yeah, every yeah, yeah, 1970s yeah, yeah. movie when there's a lady with her top off. Yeah, that's just something about. They've it. got a ramp. They yeah. Morgan a ramp. Fairchild ever wear a top in a movie? Not that I recall. Her 
I, I know I, I vividly can see her tits <laughs> in my head, so she must not because... Like, what causes that aside from children? Like, is that is that just a byproduct of lots of cocaine? You know what? Honestly, I just, I think that bodies themselves sort of morph with the times. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah well, it's like the Victorian shoes. Quick. All of Victorian shoes are so narrow. Oh I don't know God. how I, feet ever no. fit in them, but well, that's just how they were. Look at women in the 50s. Look at Marilyn Monroe and, and Ava Gardner and Greta Garbo. These women had these itty bitty, teeny little bitty waists and these great thick hips and just women were shaped differently and I don't know, maybe that's what tits look like in well, the I 70s. Think a lot of that is forced because like... Uh, have you guys watched the uh, Vincent Price movie House of Wax? Yes. Mm-hmm. The lady, the, like the main lady in that, event, in the very beginning, is changing, and she like takes off her corset, and she is just bound. Yeah, she's and, completely yeah. bound. It very well could be because you know girdles and corsets. Women were still wearing those in the forties and fifties. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure that her waist was quite literally this big. Probably. Yeah. Which yeah. everybody in the theater when that happened was like, oh. God. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe the 70s after the 60s, everyone was burning their bras. So who knows? Maybe that's, that's true. Why. Maybe it's because they were never wearing a bra. Could be. Yeah. Very well could be. Who knows? But they say bras aren't technically that good for you anyway. So I say burn them all anyhow. Fuck them. Burn it down. Titty prisons. Fuck them. Get them out of here. Just my... I hate it. I don't wear them often anyway. I I'm wearing one right now, don't. though. I'm wearing a bralette from Target. Yes, I do love a good it's bralette. very comfortable. I love it. Well, shit, do we have any back hose? Oh, man. I really have to start paying attention. <laughs> I don't I think don't we know. do. Um, also, my mom, by the way, I was talking to her today, and she said that Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday are absolutely the right choice because Thanks, um, Henry has syphilis dong. That's a direct quote from my mother. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, and it's the syphilis that'll make you blind. Yeah, you know, I, I yes, yes, yeah. So, but she's again, like, yeah, good if Anne's there, I have to go change history. But she said also, if you change history, then there might not be a Wyatt Earp or Doc Holiday. That is true too. So that is true too. My mom had to bring that up, and I'm still a little bit scarred from her saying syphilis dong. <laughs> I love that she did, though. I know. It was great. She was like, double bag it. Mom, stop (laughs) saying these things. (laughs) Mother. Oh, my God. But, yeah, it was great. So, good good, good call, she says. Thanks, Mom. She was actually in the middle of listening to that episode when I called. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Syphilis dong. I mean, not really, but. The kind that'll make you blind. <sighs> um, I'm into her saying it. Yeah, it was really funny. I'm not into syphilis, dong. Though. No, no. Thank um, you. I mean, you could be. No, thank you. No, no, thank uh, you. And she also brought up. She's like, yeah, because tuberculosis. We could. I, we have stuff for that, but the the syphilis, dong. I don't. That's not. It's a little harder. Yeah. To get rid of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a very good point. I heard it's making a comeback, though. Mm-hmm. Syphilis? Yes. Yeah, the, like, the hardcore kind. Like, and, the uh, blinding. Yeah. Oh, Both my God. Are, are, like, knocking. Yeah. They're yeah, and that's what again. she said. She was like, yeah, because she works in a hospital. She's like, I see it a lot. Y'all learn. I don't think, what? uh, uh, what's the other? Careful, people. One. Syphilis and... No, not a C. No, no. Not, like not chlamydia? The chlamydia. chlamydia. Okay. Yeah, it's the yep. clap. Yep, yep, yep. Clap I'm just on. Real oh, bad at no. uh, 
thinking of words. <laughs> it's one of those days. Yeah. It's okay. I get it. You puzzled out? Yeah. Puzzled out, smoked out, tired. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lord. Um, oh, I don't have any backhoes, but I do have a couple fun things that I found on Reddit. That... Fun facts! Fun facts! Well, they're not facts. Are they fun? They are fun. Okay. They're then fun. it's a fun fact. <laughs> they're creepy pasta headlines. They're little stories. Oh. So I just wanted, because remember, we did the thing about um, you did past lives. Yes. Reincarnation. This isn't that. This is imaginary friends. But Ooh. it's always creepy when kids are like, don't you see the man? I'm like, no, I don't, tiny Satan. Uh, but this one is from someone called Johnny Psychotic from Reddit. Thank you. Uh, when I was between three and six, I had three imaginary friends, two who were the usual little kid stuff. They were invisible and friendly, and I only heard them in my head. My third friend, she was not invisible. I could see her. I called her bra and underpants girl because that's all she had on. I can still see her in my mind clear as day. She looked almost black and white, like black lacy underwear contrast with pale skin and what I always thought was dirt around her frazzled blonde hair. I can't even wrap my head around how I had even been able to come up with a friend like that at three. You didn't. You're a psychic medium, Johnny. Right. When, uh, while my other two friends were nice, she wasn't. She wasn't mean, just really sad constantly. If I asked where she'd live, or where she lived, she'd say, those woods, and points to the forest behind my house. I'd tell her she could stay at my house, but she'd just say, I can't. It wasn't a big deal when I stopped seeing her either. Do you think it was something more? A hundred percent yes. <laughs> I think he's got a sister that he just pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a dead person. Yeah, and this one, there were a whole bunch more of the... I couldn't find, like, I had read an article once with a bunch of other ones, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find them. There was one that was really scary. A little girl was sitting on the stairs, and she kept, like, making a weird face and, like, looking at something up above. And no. she had, she kept saying that there was a girl with her hair braided around her neck. And so it looked like she was Woof. mocking the faces of someone that was hanging. Hanging. Yes. I was like, I don't like it. But this one is my favorite oh. from Renob151, uh, which Renob Boner. <laughs> it's Boner right. backwards, and I love it. Um, I had one when I was like four. He was Charlie. My parents always asked what he looked like, and I always said, a little man. He went everywhere with me, single child at the time. Uh, it was to the point that I would cry if my mom sat on Charlie while we were eating lunch. When we moved away, Charlie didn't come with us. My mom asked where he was, and I told her, uh, that he was going to be a mannequin at Sears. <laughs> Years later, we found out that a little person had committed suicide in our house before we moved in. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing that somebody committed suicide, but... I am. <laughs> <laughs> but this one was called, but Charlie was a little man who went everywhere. So, Charlie, literally a little man. Yeah. He was a little, a little person, person. Who apparently became a mannequin at Sears, and that is... <laughs> That's what I'm laughing at. That's a fucking Twilight Zone episode. Dip him in wax, put him on the floor. <laughs> right? That's why I don't like going to Enchanted Forest. I've never been. It's It looks like the... It's a nightmare. Okay. Like, it, the mannequins do look like they are people that have been dipped oh, so, in wax. So it looks like the new House of Wax. <laughs> yes. Okay. Paris Hilton House of Wax. Woof. So good. Woof. She is my second Sounds like favorite. Carl Tanzler works at the Enchanted Forest. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So who goes first? Because this is live the, show this yesterday. Is the thing. This you is, went first. This is here is the problem. And then we have another one tonight. Exactly. So. So what do we do? I think we should go based on the recordings. Okay, so the studio means... recordings and the live shows are independent. Got it. Okay, so, so who means... the fuck goes first? I believe it would be me. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think you Pitching. would. You did because you had Enrique the real Kitta. bummer of a story. Bitch ass Enriqueta. Yeah, and then you followed it up with a or second Enriqueta. Bummer. I'm pretty sure it's Henrietta in Enriqueta. the English, but uh, bitch ass Enriqueta. Like... Enriqueta? Enriqueta. It's like Enrique, it's I think it's the the feminine Enrique. Yeah, so like Erica. Oh, Erica. Erica. Oh, it's really yes. long Erica. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that means me. Shows you how good my fucking Espanol is. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll go. Go ho. Yeah. So this was also one episode that got yeeted into the ether. Mine's a yeet story too. Yeah. All right. The yeetening. Oh, well, I just think we just found our title for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) They're both yeet stories that got deleted and yeeted into the ether. Yeet. Uh, So this is the demon of Brownsville Road. Ooh. I don't remember it, so that's good. Hooray! (laughs) I like demons and roads, so it's going to be a whole ride. So, December 1988, Bob and Lisa Cranmer and their four children... Moved into, I have the address right here, 3406 Brownsville Road. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm knocking on that door. Well, we'll come back to that. Um, There was a long string of events that led to a demonic entity being exercised from their home by priests of the Catholic Church in 2006. Uh, It is legend near the area, that in 1792, a mother and her three young kids were um, murdered by Native Americans in the vicinity of Fort Pitt during the Northwest Indian War. It was done as an act of terror to discourage pioneer settlement. Um, I get it. In Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. It wasn't a common practice. Um, They usually took the women and children as prisoners, mm-hmm. but sold them. Yeah, and this allegedly occurred on the ground where the house is, and ah. that the four bodies are buried where the front yard sits. Oh. Nothing has ever been substantiated, but that's the story. Um, so kind of you know how land is with yes. bad shit that happened. The just to quote Pet Cemetery. The ground is sour. Mm. Like uh, the Black Monk of Pontefract. Yes. The battlefield. Battle of exactly. Battlefields. Yep. Um, ground is sour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That road. I don't want to go down that road. What's this one? <laughs> what's, what's this one called? The Demon of what road? Brownsville Road. Demon of Brownsville Road. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Judd Randall. Like Judd Crandall. Mm. Well, yeah. It's good. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, If ever you want me to jump in, I I don't know his name. I just know him as Pet Cemetery Guy. (laughs) He's always just kind of right around the corner. It's Fred Gwynn, a.k.a. Herman Munster. Bring him out now. Judd Crandall. Yes, so weird shit happened there. Uh, An immigrant laborer is said to have put a curse on the house while it was under construction um, out of jealousy. 
because the wealthy owner and his beautiful wife. Oh, okay. Uh, it's also rumored, 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 it's by the rumored. way. It's I like rumored. rumored better. Thank you. <laughs> rumored that a local doctor performed illegal abortions in the house. Ew. Yeah. Um, there aren't any records or firsthand accounts of that, but uh, there was an investigative newspaper article that did identify a doctor, um, a Dr. M., did exist okay. in that area at the time, or there was a Dr. Mahan Sr. in that area. Um, so that kind of supports the fact that there was that person there. Okay. Whether or not the illegal abortions were actually a thing, there's no, of course, there's hey. not going to be a paper trail for that kind of thing. It's not no, like. No, there is not. There's not going to be a receipt. <laughs> no, there is so, not. You know, with stories like that, there's always, you know, there's where there's smoke, there's fire. There's always a little. Exactly. Rumors come from somewhere. Yep. Whether it's actually true or not, there's always a shred of mm-hmm. something there. Exactly. So how does that fit into this whole thing? Let me tell you. Uh, Bob, yes. Bob Cranmer claims that a Catholic intuitive okay. named Connie Valenti told him he was the reincarnated spirit of one of the aborted children and that he was born to fight evil. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, let me guess. Connie charged him for that piece of information? I'm not sure. Hmm. Would I be shocked? No. Hmm. So, it was stated that the demonic spirit, eventually, that they run into was focused upon hurting and killing children. Okay. This will come... Fart noises. Super fart noises. We will come back to all of this. Akidaki. So, Bob and Lisa got married when he was an officer in the Army in 1980. He left the service in 86 and went to work for AT&T in New Jersey. Um, They wanted to eventually relocate to Pittsburgh, which is where Bob was from. Um, Sounds lovely. (laughs) Right? And uh, that happened a little bit quicker than they had expected. Um, They had just built a new house in 1987, moved back to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Uh, December of 88, they bought the house upon being transferred back by his employer to Pittsburgh. And the house was actually Bob's dream house. Because he had grown up looking at it, seeing it, and always had been fascinated by it. Those stories never end well. They do not. They never end well. That's they, like they a, don't. horror movies start like that all the time. Exactly. This is my dream house. This is my dream I've house. I've watched this house since I was a child. Guess and I what? Could finally buy it. It was watching you too. Well, now it wants to kill you. So <laughs> there you go. So he actually has a book called The Demon of Brownsville Road. Okay. And says that he should have been suspicious about the house the moment it came on the market. Why? So he, he never... Because th- the ground was sour. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he never ever thought that it would be for sale. And it magically just went on the market when they started looking. And let me guess, way under their budget. I wouldn't say under, but they didn't, like, their first offer was accepted. Okay. And they were like, oh, yay, cool. You should have had some questions. Like, you should have asked some questions. 
So why am I not paying more? Exactly. So it was it's a 1909-1910 craftsman style home, mm. which I feel is always the most haunted for some reason. And it was designated as a historical landmark because of its design. Um, the sellers <laughs> seemed very anxious to move. Mm-hmm. And again, they accepted his first offer without any kind of negotiation. They're like, yep, thanks, bye. Cool. Here, thanks for the money. Enjoy the house. Um, How did that go? House. <laughs> uh, during a walkthrough, his son, Bobby Jr., wandered off and went to the basement. And okay. then they found him later on the front staircase, crying, hyperventilating. As if he'd seen a ghost, because he probably did. Well, yeah. Um, Lisa later told Bob that she was a little bit trepidatious about buying the house, because mm-hmm. uh, it was too big, and it gave her the creeps. Direct quote. <laughs> it gave her the creeps. Well, yeah. Bob, being in love with this house since forever, Childhood, was like, yes. girl, it's okay. And... He did ask the seller if there was anything wrong with it. Uh, The seller knew exactly what he was referring to. And he assured him that the house was fine. And that Catholic mass had been conducted several times in the living room. Huh. That is not normal. And that would make me say, you know what? Hmm. Never mind. That would make me say, why? (laughs) <laughs> why why are you having church? Maybe, maybe, uh, why is there church in the house? Single word. Why are you holding uh, mass here? Yeah, yeah. like um what? Yeah. But Bob uh he also thought it was a little weird, but was like, "Yeah, okay. Well, it's fine then." Cool. Dream house. See, awesome. To me, his reaction was checks out. Yeah. It just kept moving along. Yeah. He's like, "That sounds good. Great." He's like, "Mm, you doing you're doing what?" Right. You doing what? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you should. Do I have to have Catholic Mass here every Sunday? <laughs> yeah, that part. No? Are we writing this into the, bill, into awesome. the contract? Perfect. Is this in the deed of the house? Right. Because if so, maybe not. Oh, I don't? Don't. Sold. Yeah. I'll Enjoy sign it. now. Um, later that next spring, Bob found a small metal box buried in the front yard. That contained uh, Catholic religious items. Uh-huh. Put it back, Bob. Put it the fuck back. Yeah, so he called the previous owner and told them what happened. And they told him, just put it back where you found it. Put it the fuck back, Bob. And, and instead yeah. of, well, why is that there? It's, again, just checks out yeah. and moved the whole, like, what? Just put it back. Oh, yeah, okay, you're probably right. There's no, <laughs> there's no story here. No, they, they do that for exorcisms of houses. Bob would be the worst. Because the ground is what? Saw. Ground yes. is saw. Yes. It is. So That's is that what they do? The, they bury, yes. bury stuff on site? Okay. They will so they will do the exorcism and then they will go to the corners of the of the, the perimeter of the property and bury shit yeah. to keep okay. things out. out. Right, right, right. Put yeah. it back, Bob. You it's done kind fucked of like up. That box is like an invisible fence. Okay. Yes. For "Quote unquote demons." Yeah, done. Fucked up, Bob. Uh, Bob. No. Bab. 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 So Bab. Bob would be the worst journalist, by the way. I just want to point that out. You should read his book. <laughs> I haven't, so I don't know if that's if it's. But I, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. Um. So within weeks of moving in, 
the paranormal activity started. Shocker. Uh, the first thing that they noticed was the pull chain on a light in the coat closet that would wrap itself around the light and would never stay in the hanging position. That's weird. Very. Dumb prank. Right? Like, <laughs> right? Why? Why? Stop. It's going to be harder for you to turn on the light in here. <laughs> it's like a turn it on now, Bob. <laughs> Find your coat now, Bob. Just come in here and turn on the light. You can't. <laughs> Not right away. It's going it to take you a minute. It's going to take you maybe 30 seconds. Huh? <laughs> So that was weird and annoying. Uh, All of those things. Little nuisance-like things continued for years, so they just ignored them. Because they were like, oh, it's probably just a ghost, whatever. Which, you know, like my house. Right. Fucking living room light. Always turns on. Forever. Like, I came home today. It was on again. I'm like, god damn it. I just did not turn that on. Are you going to pay this fucking electricity bill, my dude? Come is the on. switch on or just the light? The so the light switches in my house are buttons. Oh, okay. You have to push them, and randomly it will just that. Well, that's the only one. When you come home, though, is it pushed? No, it, it's not like that because you can push you can't it. See it? Yeah, you push it and then it'll turn on, and then you push it again. It turn, it's not like oh, a okay. not like it's an old yeah. yeah, yeah, no. Okay. It's, it's always flat. it's always in this out position. a yeah. little bit. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like. And for a while, I thought that like, maybe like one part of it was pushed in a little bit. Uh-huh. It's not. It just does it. I'm like, yeah, fine. Fucked up a lot. So electric. just bip, bip, bip. ignore it, whatever. And hell never. That's not what it was. Um, soon they started to wake up and find the house in complete chaos. Mm. Uh, the lights would be on, the water would be running. Mm. Uh, they were like, maybe it's a poltergeist, like the Pontefract house. Exactly. Or may you know maybe it's one Same of old shit. Maybe it's one of the kids. But well, right. that's just me saying that. Um. Uh, guess what? It wasn't. So nope. Bob Cranmer claims that his family witnessed blood or a blood-like substance dripping from the walls. Not cocaine. Nope. Mm. Blood. Unlike the Pontefract house. Yeah. But that was right. Cocaine. I still but that say wasn't cocaine. I either. still say that was asbestos. Could be. Makes sense. That's why they all have cancer. Yep. Uh, so blood dripping from the walls, never good. No. Uh, heard footsteps in the hallways and pounding. Ah, yes. Yeah. The never, huge. Yeah. Like hardcore knocking. No, thank you. The huge. Um, so, and wait, wait for it. Oh, I am. No, because these claims were verified in 2005 okay from A&E's paranormal state Ryan Buell wait okay i know so they filmed an episode there your your reaction tells me that your there's a story whole brain is full of fart noises with this <sighs> it's not about the house it's about him him no that's what i mean yes like once mm. you heard his name it yeah. was just yeah well, butts butts everywhere my face, my face is. I'm. It's making oh, yeah. a face. Oh yeah. So okay. Do go I on. I mean, there's there's a reason. We'll, do go we on. Can explain uh-huh. it verified later. by Ryan. Buell. So he filmed <laughs> an episode in the house, and he claims that while filming, he saw a metal crucifix bend in front of him, and that's actually he's not the only person to say that. So 
that face. Okay. Put I'll, it in your I'll pocket. Stop rolling my eyes <laughs> into the back of my fucking head. He's not the only person. Okay. So metal crucifix bending, and then the blood-like substance had materialized on the walls. Okay. Uh, later on, People magazine, in an article, clarified in this same article. Okay. That a forensics team had tested the substance and agreed that it was a blood and flesh-like material. That's just fucking gross. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So, no, thank you. A blood and flesh-like material dripping suddenly from the walls for no reason. Is there a dead animal up Hate in the it. Jesus. Well, this was years after they had moved into the house yeah. and already seen it happening. It had okay. been happening on and off forever. How did they get the police to Unless test Unless they faked their... it. How did they get somebody from a forensics team to test that? Uh, People magazine. A&E. Yeah. Right. Paranormal Channel. State. There, it was a sh- for a show. TV. Uh, yeah. Um, mm. So there's also a room called the Blue Room. Because, is it blue? Yeah. Okay. Wallpaper, rug. <laughs> it's very clever. Blue Room. Is it green? It's very. <laughs> it's green. It's a very clever name. Uh, not at all because it's very literal. Okay. Yeah. Blue rug, blue wallpaper. Um, it's way too much fucking blue. Yeah. They loved I'm it. Blue. Daba D. Daba da. <laughs> God damn it, Eiffel 65, get out of my See, podcast. I went to Crystal Gale. No. No, Blue Bayou, Linda Rodstent. My bad. Get out, both of you. Everyone Didn't in Crystal this... Gale have a song about blue things? Everyone in this room needs to leave <laughs> right now. <laughs> we are all fired. Good. I'm hungry. Goodbye. My pumpkin spice hot chocolate is cold, and I'm angry about it. Um... They loved that room. It was for the kids. Mm. Uh, but none of them would stay in there because they got really creeped out by it all the time. Then it's kind of fucking pointless. Yeah. Uh, he thinks that the blue room was the quote unquote epicenter of the house's evil. Okay. Which i sure. But it's not something they couldn't like if they just shut off the room and ignored it. It's not like anything would go away. Because okay. yeah. that's not how haunted houses work. No. Un. Fortunately. As we've seen from the movie The Poltergeist. Yes, exactly. I'm pretty sure this guy is just retelling the story of The Poltergeist. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, is also blue. Mm. Yeah. So is there a short Native American woman going to perform seances? That's two different story? people. Huh? Yeah. In that movie. You combined the two people. There was Taylor, the Native American shaman from Poltergeist 2. And then the and short Tangina lady. Tangina. was the psychic medium that cleared the house the first time. But okay. she was in all three movies. Is she white? Yes. Okay. Is a little, tiny little white lady going to come and cleanse this house <laughs> in the story? No. Unfortunately, Tangina Barrow. very dangerous. <laughs> this house is clear. I love her. Oh, God, I love her. I loved her in uh, 16 Candles. There's yeah, another you, movie. All you hear is her alcohol sloshing when she walks. <laughs> Here comes the pride, all <laughs> fat wine. She sings that, and mm-hmm. it's the best. God, Zelda Rubenstein, you were amazing. I miss you. All right. Blue Keep Room. Episode. Blue Room. Creepy. They hated it. Um, Sucks. <laughs> So Bob Cranmer is of the mind that the evil manifested itself as a demon named Molech. Sure. was a creature that would appear in a black fog and fill the house with a stench. So he went to 
a demonology book, closed his eyes, moved his finger Picked around, one. and its name's gonna be this one. <laughs> so according to the book, uh, Demon of Brownsville Road, okay. Molech spent most of his time in the Blue Room, okay. and if you passed by it, he would lunge out at you. Uh, what? Yeah, I Who? don't know. Who would lunge out? The demon? Molech. Yes. Yeah. Is that the demon? Yep. Yes. Nope, it's actually his daughter, <laughs> Molek Elizabeth Cranmer. No, it's the demon. It's Thank the you. Demon. They could be the same. <laughs> Who knows? He would um, lunge out. Yeah. There's nothing like about this. He sounds like an angry teenager, like, yeah. get away from me! Get out of my room! Uh, so, Is, Cran- are, you're are not this, my real dad, Bob! Are the sources for this episode just that guy from the History Channel doing this the whole time? <laughs> It's aliens. It's all, yeah, it's I wish. Just, no, just he's him. he's his own source. Yeah, Bob Cranmer. He wrote his own book. He did. About his house. Well, okay. we'll get there. Yes. Okay. Um, so he cr- claims that his grandson passed by the room on his way to go downstairs to the kitchen and completely lost his mind after he saw the creature. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he found his grandson in front of the blue room shaking like a leaf, which is a quote, mm-hmm. saying, monster, monster will get me. Okay. Um, he felt that the demon mm-hmm. was simply trying to scare his family in order to drive him crazy, and he says that for a while it worked. Uh, okay, um, it's what it's what it's what dark negative yeah, entities exactly. do. So okay, um, sure. So Molek's trips through the house started when Cranmer's son-in-law saw a shadow figure standing over a bed in the blue room. Gross. No, thank okay. you. Um, at first he thought it was his wife standing over the bed in the dark, but when he spoke to it, it retreated into a crawl space. No. I hate that. I'd like to see that. Also, yes. (laughs) Uh, I imagine when it's retreating back in the crawl space, it's doing... It's movements all jarring, like the girl from The Grudge. Yeah. Just like compacting into herself. Yeah. Into the crawl space. With, and then just. Yeah. 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 I'm like. Really jagged Ugh. movements. Yeah. 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 We should make this movie. Into it. Let's we'll do get it. there. Um, I'm going to call it the poltergeist. <laughs> of Bob. Bob. Bob's poltergeist and Airbnb. This ground is sad. Uh, I don't. I can't do it like you do. No, you gotta do it. Oh, my ground is soft. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's about using no con or uh, yeah, no consonants at all. Saw, saw, saw. It's ground of saw. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I just teach you something that's gonna annoy Z endlessly? No, it's just really funny listening her to do listening to her do accents oh, because yeah, yeah. they all end up sounding the same. Yeah. Uh, Keep going, goddammit. It's it. wonderful. Um, so yeah, again, retreated into the crawl space. Gross. I hate it. Um, after that, Molek allegedly began to just spend nights bumping through the crawl spaces. Sure. Just to fucking piss people off. Um, this one does. One morning, after Bob stayed up all night trying to ward off Molek, with Bible molly, molly, verses. Molly, 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 molly. <laughs> yep, that won't piss it off. Uh, he said that he found a series of scratches on his neck. Okay. And he says that, again, the stench that whenever Molek was around, um, gross. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's never a good thing when you are dealing with dark 
entities. Yeah, the when smell. they start coming with smells, it's that's you never know good. you know you got a you got a big a, bad, a real a real <laughs> nasty one. You got a big bad. Um, so most that scratches happened constantly for all of the family members, uh, mostly Bob, because he took the brunt of the attacks. Uh, he had scratches on his neck and legs, and his son David also received a huge set of claw marks down the middle of his chest. Yikes. They lived in the home for 18 years. Must not be that bad. Uh, well, they <laughs> I mean, tried. They and it was Bob was very Bob about look. it. He was like, this is my fucking house. Uh, I've wanted to live here forever. Which I get. And I get. so I'm like, so. okay, but there comes a time when maybe let it go. Yeah. But yeah, 18 years, and they tried so many ways of getting rid of this thing, fighting right. back. Nothing really worked. Bob then decided that he was just going to read passages out of the Bible whenever things became too hinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would also shout at Molech. Like, I'm like, that's not going to help. That's just going to make... It's like, eh, I'm not touching you, and then I'm right. just going to slap you. So... At one point, everybody started wearing crosses to protect themselves, but it's not like it really did anything. Everybody was fine. Like, their crosses seemed to be working, except for Bobby Jr. Mm -hmm. Uh, His cross had a way of removing itself while he was asleep Mm. and would move around the room. So Bob Sr. says every time they found the cross, it would be curled up with the clasp closed. So, like, when you take off a necklace and put it on, like right, that. Right. So, someone just big, boop. Uh, it happened constantly, but at one point, Bobby finally found the cross, and it had been folded in half. Hmm. And he says it was as if it had been placed in a vice and bent with pliers. Okay. So, not the first time religious icons had Cross-bending. been yeah. bent. Um, when it became too much for Cranmer to handle, he decided... It was fucking finally time to call in the big guns. No. Who was this big gun? We don't know them. Oh, all right. (laughs) Big Pittsburgh. Not big enough. Pittsburgh big guns. Ah. Um, So he spoke to his buddy, who was the former mayor of Pittsburgh, Tom Murphy, who got him in touch with a bishop from the city. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't think the mayor can fix this for you. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor! I got a problem. The mayor is shaman. There's uh, a medium. Nope. The mayor can't help you now. (laughs) Does he perform exorcisms? Then no. But he's like, I know a guy. So, the bishop um, spoke with him and sent multiple priests to the home. Uh, Later in an interview on a paranormal radio show, um, Cranmer admitted he thought an exorcism was like calling an exterminator. Sure. But he had no idea that it would be a two-year ordeal. Well, he should, because you know what? They had already performed one, because oh, yeah. the shit was already buried in the oh, yard. Oh, yeah, because guess what? He said he didn't realize it would be a two-year ordeal full of Catholic masses and multiple blessings. Well, you should have, because yeah. you fucking found a box of shit in your yard, <laughs> and the guy said, put, put it, it back. back. Um, so... Friar Ron, this is sure. fucking chef's kiss. Friar yeah. Ron. Friar Ron. Because of fucking course, that's his name. Uh, came and sprinkled the house with holy water. Okay. And Cranmer then claims that Molech fired back by making blood trickle down the staircase. Neat trick. Hate it. 
Um, Love to see it. Later yeah. on, Bob went on to hold a political what's, office in the 90s. cascading down my stairs? Uh, <laughs> huh. Okay. You guys want to throw Just some water on this for me? <laughs> Somebody, Lisa, can you give me some fucking paper towels? Right? <laughs> Shit again. Uh, but no, he uh, held political office in the 90s, uh, first as a councilman and then a county commissioner. Councilman Commissioner Friar Rob. Ron. No, this is Bob. Oh, Bob. Friar Bob. Friar Bob. Friar Bob, <laughs> Friar Bob Ron. Uh, but no, Bob Cranmer water, was a uh, councilman <laughs> and county commissioner. Oh, that was just, that is the best. Uh, oh, okay. Fun Um So eventually, Bob and two of the children, or no, I'm sorry, Lisa and two of Bob's children experienced serious mental issues that required hospitalization. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, he had no idea that the spirit in the house had anything to do with it. Um, and the issues and dysfunction that his family was going through. Uh, they made it through. However, one say, night. Probably was contributing. A There's little blood bit. coming. Y- your staircase is raining blood. Yep, your <laughs> walls are crying blood. So, I that's mean. That's not. There's that, a, that'll fuck your kids up. There's a stinky demon yeah, that. That'll leave a mark. Moonwalks into your <laughs> crawl space. <laughs> right. No, dude. Yeah, of course, be and totally you're, fine. you've been there for eighteen years. Yeah, it's I fine, feel Bob. like it's gonna take a toll. This is on you, Bob. This right. Is on you. Um. So in two thousand and three, his oldest son attacked him. It's on you, Bob. He got arrested. Don't be a shitty Bob dad. <laughs> right. So Bob got arrested. Uh, the next morning, his elderly aunt, who was living with the family at the time, was found dead in her bed of natural causes. Sure. Great. So all charges that had been associated with the incident of his son attacking him and him getting arrested were dropped. Um, but the activity increased. Okay. So within a month, Bob was finally like, fuck it. Fuck all of this. I'm over it. It's only taken me 18 years to get here, but I'm done. Wow. I'm done now. So he called, good fight. he called the Catholic Church for help. They were not Catholic at the time. Um, and again. That's why it wasn't working for them. No. Hello. Weird. So his friend, Mayor Tom Murphy, um, went Murph. to see. <laughs> Mayor Murph. Mayor Murph. He went to and see. Ron. <laughs> he went to see the, bish, the Bishop of Pittsburgh, Donald Wurl. Just call him the Bish. <laughs> the Bish. <laughs> Pitt's Bish. <laughs> and he was going on behalf of his friend to request the assistance of the diocese. Okay. So the bishop assigned the case to Father Ron, Friar Ron, and uh, all sorts of priests and Connie Valenti went to help. Here comes Connie. Yep. And so that's when the start of the two-year cleanse happened. Um, So, and then Penn State paranormal researchers mm-hmm. paranormal state eventually became associated with that because that was their first big big case, case. yeah um, i mean it's it sounds great yeah. there's a lot of fart noises in there but oh, i mean yeah. hey i'm not opposed to going in that house and checking it out myself hold please oh i'm holding so the infestation ended in 2006 of course it did right and then Cranmer began to write a book from the notes that he'd been keeping. 
Uh, the book was released in 2014, and he got interviewed all over the place of about he it. Did, made lots of money. Yep. Um, Just like Ryan Buell. <laughs> yep. <coughs> so, with all of his, you know, the mayor, the bishop, Friar Ron, all these people were like backing him up. So everybody's like, "Well, awesome." Yeah, it must be legit then. And then you have Paranormal State. And so people were like, well, he's also in Congress. Why? What does he have to gain from publicly lying about his house being haunted by a stinky fart demon? Bless. Bless. Any more than three sneezes in a row and you're possessed. And, and I you're will, the stinky fart I will demon. call Friar Ron. <laughs> I'll call Friar Ron because I have had 19 in a row. I've got his phone number and we'll get him on the horn. Give that motherfucker a tinkle. Let's do this. <laughs> Ahoy, hoy. It's Friar Ron. God, I want to. I'm going to start answering the phone like that. Maybe it'll make people hang up. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> um, so people are like, okay, well, sure. Like, he's got nothing to gain. Okay. Well, they little to gain, his whole entire reputation to lose. So people are like, why would he? Why? Why? He has publicly stated that he wanted to tell a story to prove that evil does exist in the world. Okay. That's not a thing you need to do. We get it. We know that. Um, so his manuscript, he wrote it. Mm-hmm. It was edited, rearranged, reduced in size by a professional author and editor named Erica Manfred. She was actually the third of three writers that he had employed. Um, to assist with writing this thing, getting it out. Because the first two didn't believe him. <laughs> that could be, but also because he says it was just conflicts that kept arising. Uh, like, like that seemed, seemed intent on preventing the book from being published. He says that the difficulties were so intense that he was convinced evil itself was fighting to keep the story from being told. Okay. Which, yeah, okay. And this, okay, this, this is actually my- I think you my, and I are on the same page with this one. This fucking guy. It's Bob. Bob is a turd. Just, I'm going to say it out there right now. Bob is a turd. However, this is my favorite thing in the entire world. Ooh, please do go on. As of 2014, according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Bob was still living in the house. In an interview with WRNR Radio- WKRP in Cincinnati. Completely not the same. I know. <laughs> 102.7 KISS FM. <laughs> uh, he said that everyone was doing fine. His grandkids even sleep in the house now. He converted to Catholicism and played Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ for over six months straight nonstop in the Shut house. Shut the fuck up, Bob. And told the host that Molek couldn't stand the movie and... That is a huge reason why the house is cleansed from a stinky demon. You're full of shit, Bob. So I'm just going to say this right now. This, uh, Your story has been going for about 40 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're yeah. at an hour. All fart noises. And Bob. all I heard and smelled uh-huh. from your mouth fart noises. was farts. I never said that. It, I never said I disagreed. Um, by the way, as of three days ago, this article that I found... Bob Cranmer is turning the house into a B&B. I'm in. Fuck you. Yep. 
each room, uh, each room will have a different theme with a sort of Downton Abbey vibe. <laughs> His son Charlie will be running the whole thing. Sure. Uh, Cranmer says. <laughs> Cranmer says his only condition is that he doesn't want paranormal enthusiasts to conduct any seances in the house. Fine. And then he quotes, We worked really hard to clean that stuff out of this house, and I'm not looking to reintroduce it. Then why are you turning it into a fucking B&B after writing a book about your fucking haunted house, Bob? Not that. Not that. It's all, he says, all activity has stopped. So he doesn't want anybody coming in to I don't bring give it back. A shit. But that's what I'm saying. That's is the so whole then idea. why write a book about yep. your incredibly haunted demon house uh-huh. and then say, Oh no, I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it a bed and breakfast, but you know, don't bring any of that paranormal mm-hmm. stuff. Shut up, Bob. Your house is about to get fucked, Bob. Yeah, don't bring it back. Uh, I don't know also... that his house was fucked in the first place. I don't know that his house was fucked at all. Yeah, there's also rumor that the story is going to become a movie, but no one has confirmed it because no one wants to make a shitty movie. That's not. That's <laughs> that is not, not true. You know that's right. Not that's true. a lie. Yeah. That's, that's a lie. That's, that's a not true. But neither lie. was that's that story. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he and his wife got divorced, and he's still oh, there. Oh, hey, don't Do you get know me wrong. I'll diff- stay there. Wait, where was the? Mm-hmm. He's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a well, most of the things that he said could have very easily been fabricated. B the dead bo- the the blood and shit coming mm-hmm. out of the walls happens when he brings people over. He's inviting people over. It is not outside of the question for him to be able to go fucking kill a dog and throw it in the walls so that it bleeds when they get there. No. I know that's dark and I know that's weird, but I do not trust that story. No, that's no, not no. even a pinch. That's why Fuck I want no. that's why not I want to go. Fuck no. That's why I want to go to I there. Bob, I think Bob's full of shit. I but think most of that is made up. So Yep. Wiki- and it was Wikipedia. And then the last part, uh, triblive.com, Stephanie Hack, H-A-C-K-E, the Occult Museum, the only thing listed was the lineup. Thanks, that's helpful. I've used the lineup. Yeah. I'm like, who is this writing it? That's just the lineup. And then ranker, Jacob Shelton. Well, great story, dude. I want to go just to see what happens. Hey, Bob, I know we said a lot of shitty things about you, but hey, we'll come to your house. (laughs) He doesn't have to know that. I think Bob Cranmer, of all people, is the only one that doesn't listen to Like, I would go stay in the Whaley house if they turned that into an Airbnb. Yeah, that'd be rad. Oh, yeah, like a bed and breakfast, Downton Abbey style. I don't know that show, but he said that he wanted to be, like, the butler character. I'm like, sir, that's weird. You're a A weird guy. I think Molech is you. I think he lives in one hundred percent. Yeah, like dude, he has, he lives in you now. He has. He, sure, the house is clean, but you pissed him off by making him watch the Passion of the Christ for six months straight, and now he's inside you. Oh, this is so dumb. <laughs> Full of shit, Bob. Yeah. Oh, that movie. Well, yeah. I've got a thing. I like things. I've got a I've got a cryptid thing. Yay! I'll I'll stay out of this for time. I've got a cryptid thing. <laughs> uh, this is. The Jersey Devil. You ever heard of the Jersey Devil? I've okay. heard of the Velvet Devil. <laughs> I want listeners to know I'm flinging my mic away, so I'm not tempted to interrupt because these two have to get to a live show. <laughs> All right. Uh, and credit is 100% our friend Dave Giuliano of Shadowlands.net, who Yay. I am 100% assuming we will see at Phenom yes. in the spring. So, the Jersey Devil, the supposed mythical creature of the New Jersey Pinelands has haunted New Jersey and the surrounding areas for the past 260 years. The entity has been seen by over 2 
thousand witnesses over the span of time. It has terrorized towns and caused schools and factories to close down. Yet many people believe that the Jersey Devil is just a legend that originated from the folklore of the New Jersey Pine Barrens, which is a heavily forested area that spans across seven counties of the, on the coastal plain of New Jersey. There are many different versions of the birth of the Jersey Devil. One of the most popular legends is that a Mrs. Shrouds of Leeds Point, New Jersey, made a wish that if she ever had another child, she wanted it to be a devil. Her next child was born misshapen and deformed, and she sheltered it in the house so people couldn't see him. One stormy night, the child flapped its arms, which then turned into wings. That's how wings work. Yes. It then flew out of the chimney and was never seen by the family again. Um, <laughs> your it, face, uh huh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. appropriate. So now, a Mrs. Brown of Leeds Point said, "The Jersey Devil was born in the Shrouds House at Leeds Point." Another story that places the birth at Leeds Point is a story of a young girl that fell in love with a British soldier during the Revolutionary War. The townspeople of Leeds cursed her for it, and when she gave birth to their first child, she had a devil. Some people say that the devil was punishment bestowed upon the townsfolk of Leeds for the mistreatment of a minister. But now here's a twist. Another legend places the birth in Estelville, New Jersey, to a Mrs. Leeds. Mrs. Leeds, finding out that she was pregnant with her 13th child, shouted, "Mm, I hope it's a devil. And she got her wish. The child was born with horns, a tail, wings, and a horse-like head. The devil would come and visit visit Mrs. Leeds every day, and she would stand in the doorway and tell it to leave. And after a while, it just never came back. (laughs) Your face is killing me right now. You can say it. Yes. You can say it. Say it. Say things. (laughs) Just shaking his head. Okay, but see now, Burlington, New Jersey, also claims to be the birthplace of the Jersey Devil. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night, and Mother Leeds was a witch, and the child's father was Lucifer himself. With her friends gathered around her, the child was born. Normal at first, but then it changed form. It changed to a creature with hooves, a horse's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. (laughs) It beat the crap out of everyone present and flew up the chimney. It circled the villages and headed to the pines. In 1740, clergy exorcised the devil, and it wasn't seen again until the early 19th century. So no matter which version you believe, the name Leeds appears, whether it's the name of a person or a place, it's there. I grabbed that microphone. Neither. (laughs) So here are some facts. I got some facts. In 1699, a Daniel Leeds had land in Great Egg Harbor, New Jersey, His family lived in Leeds Point. A Samuel Shrouds Sr. was in Egg Harbor in 1735, and he lived across the river from the house of a mother Leeds. And a devil had been mentioned in local writings since 1735. So all the names are legit and real people. It's just the legend being woven into the truth. So the next sighting would be by Commodore Stephen Decatur, testing cannonballs on a firing range. He saw a creature fly across the sky, get hit by a cannonball, and keep on moving. 
Joseph Bonaparte said he saw the devil in Bordentown around 1816 while he was out hunting. I'm sorry. It got hit by a cannonball? Yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah. That sounds very cartoony. Like, yeah. I'm just imagining this weird little flying gremlin thing. Like, hey, hey. Real, ba- real bat squatchy. Yeah. It's real bat squatchy. I wish you all could see those things I right. was doing. But it's very much a car- like Wiley Coyote getting hit yeah. by a cannonball. It's real bat squatchy. Hilarious. So between 1840 and 1842, several sheep and chickens were killed by a creature with a piercing scream and that left strange tracks. Between 1859 and 1894, the devil was seen numerous times and reportedly carried off with anything that moved. Locals would not go out after dark. In 1903, Charles Skinner, author of American Myths and Legends, said that the legend of the devil had run its course. But six years later, during the week of January 16th through 23rd, 1909, there would be over 1,000 sightings and tracks all over South Jersey and Philly. This would be his biggest sighting streak ever. One of those reports was from Mr. and Mrs. Nelson Evans of Gloucester. On January 19th at 2.30 a.m., they were awakened by a strange noise. They watched the creature from their window for 10 minutes. Mr. Evans said this, end quote. It was about three feet high with a head like a collie dog and a face like a horse. It had a long neck, wings about two feet long, and its back legs were like those of a crane, and it had horse's hooves. It walked on its back legs and held up two short front legs with paws on them. It didn't use the front legs at all while we were watching. My wife and I were so scared, I tell you, but I managed to open the window and say, Shoo! (laughs) That poor, whatever that misshapen creature is, sounds very useless. And it turned around, barked at me, and flew away. My good sir, were you drunk? Hard to say. So, yeah. So that's just one account. There were over 1,000 between that span of the 16th through the 23rd. That was just one. Um, Hunters, a police officer, a reverend, an entire social club, a councilman, a trolley full of people, and an entire fire department all reported sightings from January 16th through 23rd of 1909. So, that's a lot of fucking people. Uh, There were more random sightings in 1927, 1936, and 1953. In 1961, two couples were parked in a car out at the Pine Barrens, and they heard a loud screeching noise outside. And suddenly... The Zodiac Killer came out of the bushes. And (laughs) shot them all. Yeah. Right? Suddenly, the roof of the car was smashed in, and they took off, but went back later, heard the scream again, and they saw the creature flying along the tree line. Uh, in 1981, a young couple saw the devil at Attenson, Addison Lake. In 1987, in Vineland, a dog was found torn apart and his body gnawed upon. His body was found 25 feet from where it was tethered, and there were, again, some strange tracks. 
The sightings and prints are the most substantial evidence that exists. And many of the theories are based off that and that alone. So now to the theories. One is that it's a bird. Apparently that barks. The Sandhill Crane. They're four, four feet high, weigh around 12 pounds, have a wingspan of 80 inches. They usually avoid humans, but if confronted, will fight, has a loud scream, but it cannot kill a cow. So I'm calling fart noises. Sounds like me. I relate to that crane. Yes. I avoid humans, but I will fight you if you come near me. That is, you are a sandhill crane. <laughs> yes. I yeah. also scream very loudly yeah, when do. confronted with people and phone calls. Yes. So according to a professor, Brawlhoff. Brawlhoff, there's a P in there. I hate when they put a P in front of an F. I don't like that. Germany, stop it. Uh, said that the tracks were made by some prehistoric animal from the Jurassic period. Sure. He hmm. believes the creature survived uh, in an underground cavern. An expert from the Smithsonian Institute had a theory about ancient, ancient creatures living underground, and he said the Jersey Devil was a pterodactyl. The Academy of Natural Sciences could find no record of any creature living or extinct that resembles the Jersey Devil. Only a small amount of the sightings and, foot and footprints could be hoaxes, according to who? The Jersey Devil has been seen by reliable people such as police, government officials, postmasters, businessmen. Very reliable, yes. the police and the government yes. officials. Yes, government officials are so fucking reliable. And other people whose integrity is beyond question. As for the hoof prints, even if some were hoaxes, there's still no way to explain most of the tracks, especially the ones on rooftops and tracks that end abruptly as if the creature took flight. The last theory is the most controversial. Many people believe that the Jersey Devil could be the very essence of evil embodied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It is said that the devil is an uncanny harbinger of war and appears before any great conflict. The Jersey Devil was sighted before the start of the Civil War. It was also seen right before the Spanish-American War, World War I, in 1939, right before the start of World War II. Mount Holly citizens were awakened by the noise of hooves on the rooftops. The devil was seen on December 7th, 1941, right before Pearl Harbor was bombed. He was also seen right before the Vietnam War, when those kids got attacked. The Jersey Devil's habit of being a forerunner to wars could be because of his possible demonic origins. Um, in 1730, Ben Franklin reported a story about a witchcraft trial near Mount Holly, New Jersey. One of the original legends says that Mother Leeds was a witch. The devil's birth could have been a result of a witch's curse. In 1957, the Department of Conservation found a strange corpse in a burned-out area of the pines. It was a partial skeleton, feathers and hind legs of an unidentifiable creature. The devil was thought to be dead, but reappeared when the people of New Jersey thought that this time his death was real. Each time he is reported dead, he returns. It seems the devil is immortal, which is a sup which a supernatural being would be. Another thing that supports this theory is the incredible distances the devil can fly in a short period of time. No animal could travel as fast as the devil did in 1909 when he was sighted in South New Jersey, 
Philadelphia, and New York throughout the span of one week's time. None of these theories can give a definitive answer as to what the Jersey Devil was or is, but the sightings prove there is something out there. Whether the Jersey Devil is a bird or a demon is still left for speculation. The people of New Jersey have definitely seen something out there lurking in the Pine Barrens. And that is the story of the motherfucking Jersey Devil. Can I just say that birds and demons, tomato, tomato? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Either way, you're not wrong. I felt so on the spot because you both were so quiet. <laughs> I felt like I was giving a speech in school. Fuck. You were. <laughs> so that's the story of the Jersey Devil, which is very similar to there was Bat Squatch. Yep. And, you know, the weird hole trapped in underground caves. and Also kind of reminds me of something we have not touched on yet uh, about the Mothman. I was just, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is also said to appear when uh, tragedy. That shit's about to happen. Yep. Yeah. I do find it interesting, though, that all the sightings were before major wars. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. Agreed. Um, if you are from New Jersey and you know about this story, if I've left something out. Um, Have you cited? It, it, like I said, this wasn't Jersey my Devil? story. I, I, when I was doing research on the Jersey Devil, I came across um, this one site. And he does say specifically on the site, feel free to use my story for anything, but please always credit yeah. me. So I just, this is his story. Oh, okay. So, yeah. What's the site again? Shadowlands.net. Dope. So oh, yeah. he did all the research. Um, Are you the Jersey Devil? We'd love to have you on. <laughs> so Car. yeah, we know hey, you can fly here. Jersey don't friends, you, tell don't us. You track your shit in my studio, right? <laughs> if you guys have seen the devil, or your parents, or your grandparents, or do you know somebody that knows somebody? Send us an email at ghostandhosegmail.com. We'd yeah. love to hear your Jersey Devil story. Yes, please. Or anything else. Or all your stories. Send us your Say stories. Hello. Yeah. Tell me to stop talking. Never. But I just find it interesting. So you got the Jersey Devil, the weird flying thing. There's Bat Squatch. Yeah. Wasn't there one more we did? Mm. Wasn't there something weird flying around Shasta? Fucking I don't know. Maybe that was Bat Squatch. It was Bat Squatch. Anyway. That was Bat Squatch. But I mean, fucking Shasta's, who knows what all is in there. Well, it's like Land of the Lost, you know? You you have this weird <laughs> river accident Chaka. in a cave, and then you're in prehistoric times. Chaka? The, I mean, if you can get in, they can get out, right? Yeah. See? Chaka, there's slea stacks? Maybe it's a fucking pterodactyl. Maybe. Bat squatches, too. I don't want Bat Squatch to be a pterodactyl. I like him just the way he is. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> anywho. Bat Squatch! Yeah, so there you go. Cryptid is. Does that count as a cryptid? Yeah. I guess it does. All right. I'm going to say yes. Bitchin. Into it. It's a creature. <laughs> it's a creature. Yeah. You yeah. tell it to shoot. Yeah, I it's, also it's feel really like that's what would happen if you had a baby now. Oh, God. Wow. It would be a Jersey devil. It probably would. I know. Good God. Like the Antichrist. It's, I'm old. I always, because she dated a guy a while ago that kept insisting he was going to get her pregnant. I'm like, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you? And she was like, never. Yeah, it's not happening. It's not happening. She's like, no, it never. will It will come out like the baby from American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. It will be evil. It will be like it lives. No. No. Damien? 
Like Bad a little things would happen. Vampire gremlin. Bad things. Yeah, Jersey Devil. Bad things would happen. So. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this week, y'all. That's that. Bye. The end. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, I just, you say the thing, you give the kiss. I just gave my eighth grade speech on the Jersey Devil, so fuck. I give it an A. Like the funds. Thanks. Yeah. All right, well, um, hopefully, well, I'm not going to say come see us tonight because no, you'll you be hearing know. this a long time from now. Uh, thank you to those that came and saw us yesterday. Yeah. Do the things. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on the Instagram and the mm-hmm. Facebook and the Twitter. Share us with all your friends. Yep. Send us emails, your red flags for Dr. K. Send us some of your ghost stories. And hey, if you have a story you'd like us to cover, let us know that too. Yeah. You know what? We say this on What's More Metal. Uh, if you, I mean, we we want to get the uh, the people to subscribe. So Steal your friend's phone, hit subscribe, then throw it in the river. You don't have to listen. Yeah. <laughs> I, you should. We, you should. You should, but, I mean, we just want your number. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to us. Amen. Steal um, people's phones at Fred Meyer. Give me yeah. your number. Just subscribe. Exactly. Uh, if you've got somewhere you want us to come visit. Um, if you're bad. And you want us to come and hang out at your B&B? <laughs> and fact check all of your stories. <laughs> done. And Done. We'll pull it effect the shit out of that house. <laughs> right. Yeah, but if you have a place you want us to come do a live show, um, let them know. At gmail.com and let us know you want us to come and do a show at your place. Yeah, we're we'll trying to we're trying to work more on that. We're just trying to make that a thing. Texas wants us real bad. They do. Go to Texas. We want to. Go to Austin. We have had so many people email us and message us from yeah, Texas. Do yeah, do it. Come do a live show here. Do it at there's places. I know people. Like we so there would you love to. We would so. love to. We just gotta find a place to do it. And yeah. So if you have an idea of somewhere that we could go do that, let us know and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Tejas, into it. You've got so many things. Yeah. Coming at you sometime. Coming so. at you. Someday. Yeah. Sometime. <laughs> All right, kids. Somewhere. I don't know the rest of the song. It's over the rainbow. No, no, no. Not somewhere else. <laughs> It was, was somewhere the out there. It was the, yes. You're oh welcome. wait, which one? Thank you. Somewhere yeah. out there. Oh, Fievel. Yeah, that's American the Fievel story. movie. Or, I mean, it's American Horror Story. Oh, Fievel <laughs> goes west. American Horror nope. Story. Fievel goes west. <laughs> <laughs> I would it's watch about a demonic mouse. <laughs> I'd watch that. That lives in an Airbnb. There are no cats Run in America. Run by Bob Cranmer. <laughs> the streets are made of blood. Jesus fuck, Bob. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Bye. Bye.